RNZ Pacific News. Kia ora na. I'm Selman Te The Marshall Islands wants a UN treaty banning nuclear weapons amended before it's ratified. President Hilda Heine told Kyoto News that if certain provisions in the treaty on the prohibition of nuclear weapons are not changed, they cannot move forward. Lydia Lewis has more. President Heine says at the moment the language of the treaty states that nuclear-affected countries are responsible for victim assistance and environmental remediation. In other words, the Marshall Islands needs to clean up the mess and harm the US caused. Today marks the 70th anniversary of the most powerful US nuclear bomb test in the Marshall Islands at Bikini Atoll. It exposed islanders and 23 crew members on a Japanese tuna fishing boat to radioactive fallout. Hilda Heine says the harm caused by the 67 US nuclear tests conducted from 1946 to 1958 is still being felt. Papua New Guinea's cabinet has invoked sections of the Essential Services Act to ensure that there is a steady flow of fuel. The implementation of the emergency declarations follow the dominant supplier in the market, Puma Energy, saying it will no longer honour its fuel cards, which allow people to buy fuel on credit. With fuel woes continuing for over a year, Prime Minister James Marape says these provisions were necessary to ensure the fuel supply does not jeopardise the nation. Cabinet recommended to our head of state to make emergency declarations and the emergency declarations were made and the declarations includes the head of state authorises the requisition and use of Napa Napa refinery in connection with fuel storage and fuel supply so that transport sector in our country services are not sabotaged. Samoa's Ministry of Health has warned of possible dengue fever outbreaks following heavy rain in the past months. The Samoa Observer reports Director General of Health, Ayono Professor Alec Ikiroma, saying Samoa has surpassed a crucial threshold, prompting the Ministry of Health to launch an awareness campaign. He did not explain what the threshold was. The last dengue outbreak in Samoa was in 2017 to 2018, with almost 3,000 cases and five deaths. Symptoms include high fever, severe headaches, joint and muscle pain, nausea and rash. Meanwhile, in American Samoa, three children were in hospital with chickenpox last Friday. The Tuvalu Department of Health has launched a typhoid vaccination campaign with the help of Australia and UNICEF. UNICEF and Australia's Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade delivered 10,000 doses of typhoid vaccines. Tuvalu's Permanent Secretary of Health, Lily Tangisia, says a typhoid outbreak in the atoll and nation of Tuvalu could have catastrophic consequences for the country's health systems and the access to health care for the public. She says Tuvalu is grateful to the Australian Government and UNICEF for their assistance. The majority of turtle tour operators in Rarotonga have agreed to new safety and environmental standards. The new agreement includes maintaining a three-metre distance from turtles and having a ratio of one guide to every four guests while in the water. A 50-year-old New Zealand man died in Ava Avaroa Passage, where the tours take place in December last year. Cook Island's Tourism Director of Destination Development, Brad Kerner, says the agreement is designed to keep both customers and guides safe. The Ababaroa passage is mainly where these operations run out of. 
and it can be a dangerous place. There are strong currents active through there, and yeah, it can be dangerous, so it needs to be well managed. Retiring Marianas delegate to the United States House of Representatives, Gregorio Kilili Zablin, has endorsed the Democrat candidate ahead of the general election. The election is set down for November 5th. Mr Sablin says he will not be seeking a ninth term as delegate, instead calling on voters to pick Democrat Edwin Probst. Mr Sablin says he is handing over the torch to Mr Prost, who vows to keep the programmes he's championed during his terms. The life of Whaanana e Fessel Collins was celebrated in South Auckland yesterday. The New Zealand Green Party MP died last week at a charity event. More than 2,000 people attended the memorial service, among them reporter Jordan Dunn. MC Taito Eri Tuavi put the occasion poignantly, using the same first words Fa'anana used at the start of his English maiden speech in Parliament. It is an indescribable feeling to be standing here with a profound sadness and a broken heart as we come together to mourn the loss of our champion. The world became darker as a bright, shining beacon of love and light faded away. Fa'anana's sister Jemima gave a touching tribute starting from the beginning about her brother, who she called Boppa. Ephesel came into this world weighing 10 pounds, 2 ounces, a bonny lad with fair skin and ginger hair. A lot of our uncles thought, where did this Afagasi baby come from? Throughout the public memorial was a reminder of Fa'anana's commitment to his Christian faith. Blessed be the name of the Lord who takes away the sin of the world. From 274 Promised Land to his eternal promised land. Manuia Lomalanga, Bopa. Until we meet in the clouds. Amongst the politicians, family, and public figures that attended, all agreed Fa'anana was leaving behind a legacy of fighting for his people that will undoubtedly be continued. New Zealand is now in step with its Five Eyes partners after Prime Minister Christopher Luxon yesterday designated the political wing of Hamas as a terrorist entity. New Zealand had already designated the military wing of Hamas as such in 2010. It means any assets of the terrorist entity in New Zealand are frozen and it will become a criminal offence to participate in or support Hamas activities. Foreign Affairs Minister Winston Peters says the organisation as a whole bears responsibility for the October 7th attacks on Israel. It sends a message that we regard, like in other, many other countries, that their total activities are now activities of terrorists and that there will be consequences and we'll not go on putting up, on with that sort of, putting up with that sort of thing. Christopher Luxon says the designation targets Hamas and is not a reflection on the Palestinian people. Australia and the Philippines have committed to greater maritime cooperation to support both merchant and defence shipping activities in the region. Last year, the two countries conducted drills in the South China Sea, where China has been trying to push the Philippines out of the contested waters. The President of the Philippines, Ferdinand Marcos Jr., has addressed Australia's parliament outlining the importance of Australia's support. The protection of the South China Sea as a vital, critical global artery is crucial to the preservation of regional peace and, I dare say, of global peace. 
President Marcos says he won't allow any foreign power to take one square inch of the country's territory and that Manila was firm in defending its sovereignty. In sport, the Fijian Indrua and Moana Pacifica have named their sides to meet in Melbourne tomorrow in the second round of Super Rugby Pacific. The Indrua have retained their backline that played against the Blues last weekend. Prop Heireti Hetets, who was injured last year and missed the 2023 Rugby World Cup, is named on the reserve bench. Juan has named former Crusaders flanker Sione Havili Talitui as captain in place of the injured James Lane. That's your latest RNZ Pacific News and Sport. For more stories, go to rnzi.com.